0: We are a nation that is hostile to liberty, and freedom, and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that, in many ways, has become a joke. But soon, we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country and it is hard-working patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down never let you down as long as we are confident and you know the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again.
1: Good morning. It's Freedom Friday. Another great video of Dilly Mean Team. Leah Rams and Ramble Rams.
2: Your blood is barely moving now. Can make it to your head. Say it at the same time. Don't you suicide on me, you're a taker club thinker, life-breaker, don't you suicide on me, you're a fax-taker, club maker, life-breaker, don't you
0: suicide on me, you're a taker club maker, life-breaker, tax taker Get vaccinated. <laughs> it's really kind of basic. The vaccines are safe. promise you they are safe and effective if you're vaccinated you're not going to be hospitalized you're not going to be in icu and you're not going to die you're okay listen to dr please get vaccinated it will protect you these are safe and effective products when
2: people are vaccinated they can feel safe vaccinated people do not carry the virus don't get sick the virus that's with every vaccinated person, yeah, huh, Randy? Against COVID nineteen?
1: Yeah, I don't think so. Good morning, everybody. It's Freedom Friday. We start out Freedom Friday with another great video from the Dilly Meme team. Uh, that was uh, Leah Rams. I'm sorry, Leah Memes. I don't know why. And ramble rants. I'm like b- botching their names together. Two great members of the Dilly Meme team. Vax Taker. That's great. That should be shared everywhere. It's up on Twitter. I don't know how they come up with these videos, but it's amazing. What's up, everybody? Good morning. It's Freedom Friday. I'm not on any time constraint, so whether we go over 9 o'clock or not, it really doesn't matter to me. Hello, everybody. Good morning. AP Unfiltered, the moderator. I might have to get a second moderator, too, at some point. Laura Ann, Blue Boy Life. We will be, who else did I miss anybody else? I know there's a bunch of people, oh, Black Rain Patriot, I saw your thing, yeah, good morning. Trying to stay positive after seeing that Joe Big sentence, yep, Uh, 17 years, and uh, they sent someone else too, we're going to get into that a little bit, it's kind of crazy, and we're going to see more, they are, the DOJ is really going crazy with this um, uh, sentence enhancement that they're trying to hit everybody with now and that is one of the big reasons why uh, I think the reason Chris Worrell out of Florida uh, DM you video of Bill de Blasio about vax. Well, I, I probably have seen it, but I, uh, I'll have to check it out. Um, Where did you send it when you DM'd me on Twitter? I don't think I have any Twitter messages, but I'll look. So the the uh, the DOJ sentence enhancement that Chris Worrell out of Florida who was supposed to get sentenced on the 18th, was on the show, the uh, Freedom Friday show, and We The People radio with us at the beginning of the month. Chris Worrell didn't go into the Capitol and he was supposed to get a minimum of 10 years. He was already convicted. And then like uh, less than a week before his sentence, the prosecutor called and said that they were, uh, his defense attorney, and that they were gonna hit him with this um, sentence enhancement. And he had another four minimum, so 14 years, and he couldn't take it. And he um he fled. Nobody knows where he is still. The last update I have is uh, they have not found him, recovered him, or apprehended him uh, any which way. And unfortunately, this was the other reason this DOJ sentence enhancement was uh, the reason why Matthew Perna, the nephew of Jerry Perna, uh, who also is nonviolent, no criminal history, he couldn't take it. He was going to take the sentence, no problem. And then they, they hit him with this a terrorism enhancement. And that's what caused him to take his own life, unfortunately. You know, it's, uh, it's sad what's happening. And I think we're going to see it more. Listen, they're looking to lock up still. A thousand plus more people who might have been in and around the Capitol on January 6th. You know, it's not over. I think they're gonna amp it up. They really wanna send messages to people out there, especially if you consider yourself a MAGA Republican, where this uh the KKK hood of the uh the era, the new era, the MAGA hat as they like to call it. You know, where we're white nationalists, white extreme you know, white supremacists, whatever they wanna call. It. So it's all bullshit. And the tides are turning in some ways, but they're going to keep doing things like this to try to deter us from speaking out, like sentencing people for nonviolent crimes for 17 years, people maybe who even weren't even in D.C. that day who might have been part of a group that they determine is a terrorist organization and in reality is not, like the Proud Boys. The Patriot Freedom Project that I do a lot with, they will be um, financing... And, uh, you know, the, the defense for the Proud Boys appeal at some point. Good morning, Jonathan. Yes, hit the Rumble button. Hit the like button. Hit the thumbs up. Wherever you're watching. We're over on Getter, Rumble, Cloud Hub. I'm on Twitter streaming. So wherever it is, if you're on the, if you're on the, uh, the Twitterverse, retweet. Twitter's been messing with me the last couple of days. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Censorship. And it's going to get worse because as, as election season progresses the censorship the shadow banning will increase you know the until they um they at least squeeze most of us out and and they did it to me in the midterm election they get rid of my instagram which i had to start over uh you know the the decimps managed to get my last twitter account banned and it's just the same bullshit over and over and over again i will say you know Recently, and I didn't even play any of the clips, and I, and I should have. Maybe I'll do something on it. But the all the Gold Star families from the botched Afghanistan withdrawals, the 13 brave service members who were killed in that suicide bombing at the airport needlessly, and the, which was preventable because they had the intelligence the day before of who it might have been. There's a whole story on that, the... I believe it was the Marine sniper who was uh, in the like the crow's nest. Had they had the intelligence, they knew who the guy was. He was identified. They could have taken out him out, but they didn't because there was a government asset with them that they did not want to expose. It's really, really just bullshit. Really, really sick stuff. And suicide bomb went off and killed thirteen service members just that were doing their job and trying to secure the air, airport in this botched um, evacuation of Afghanistan, which we brought so many people over here, unvetted. Uh, it was heartbreaking testimony, it really was. We brought all these un- unvetted people over, some literally with their 15-year-old wives, you know, pedophiles and, and terrorist cells, and we don't know where a lot of these people are and, uh, you know, it's it's just, it's all okay because, and this is what the Biden regime wants. But anyway, all that bullshit aside, this past week, um, actually, I think it was on Wednesday, Donald Trump had the Gold Star member, uh, Gold Star families of these 13 um, service members at Bedminster for dinner and spent over four hours with them. This is a picture that they took at Bedminster um i know this from very well and uh there's Donald Trump all of these people were uh, you know more than joyful to uh spend time with president trump and again he spent over 4 hours with them just at an intimate dinner with them and you know speaking with them and and and, and it seemed great and this just goes to show where you know these are the most recent military families that were devastated by what our government uh, did to them. In essence, that's what they did. And they were uh, joyful to travel all the way to New Jersey, some of these people very far, to sit with a man that they know, who's being obviously politically persecuted and prosecuted himself by the same government that in essence killed their family member And uh, we see where the support lies because a lot of these people, people in that picture, people in this room, in that room, really spoke negatively of Joe Biden and the Biden regime, both in hearings to his face. And uh, this is just another reason we need to get Donald Trump back in office. And also just realize that it, it is only for four years, but it's, it's a necessary four years. This country needs it. This country needs it badly. Morning, Hog. So I just wanted to share this picture. This was on, uh, yeah, this was Wednesday night at Bedminster, where the, the, gold, uh, the gold families of those that were killed at the uh, Kabul airport in Afghanistan uh, went to go meet with Donald Trump. And it's an, it's an important picture. It's important to realize where their support lies. So we got a lot to cover. We got a bunch going on. Um, hold on a second. Sorry. There's a lot going on right now. My uh, my, my wife and daughter are actually getting ready to, to travel. They're just leaving the house. So I'm just... Just watching on the camera. Do I think it's true that they'll televise Trump's Georgia case? Yeah, the judge ruled on it, apparently. Uh, Then you brought that up. That was one of the things I was going to bring up. Here we go. So we'll just, we'll we'll jump into that first. We'll do a little jumping around here. It really doesn't matter. It's Freedom Friday, everybody. And like I said, I'm not on a time constraint. I'm very happy you're all here with me as always. We will be live tonight also, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. With my um, not so good looking co-host James Curry. I think it's the ginger beard. Maybe I make him dye it. But we'll uh yeah, we'll be live tonight. So yeah, let's see. Oh, oh I didn't see you in the chat, Lori Ann good morning. And Laurie, I guess the the storm, you fared okay in the in the hurricane down in South Carolina. Hopefully. Obviously, you're on you're in the live chat, so I imagine you have a roof over your head, which is which is good. Very good. Glad to hear that. Yeah, so here, this is a Breitbart article. Judge, Donald Trump's Georgia trial will be televised live stream. So this is uh, not a federal case. Uh, We know that federal cases are are not televised. The press is not allowed to have phones or recording uh, devices in in a federal court room unless uh, specifically ordered by the judge of that federal case, which typically does not happen. So it's pen and paper reporting in federal uh, cases. And it will be, if, if it does lie true and nothing changes, which you never know, things could change, but as of right now, the judge did rule that it will be televised and live streamed. And yes, it will be the most watched event in history, I would I would imagine, and good to hear, Laura. And I think, obviously, depending on the schedule, but my plan, my plan is to... If it's going to be live streamed, my plan is to live stream every minute of it here on the Rumble channel. Which, if you're not following the Rumble channel, you should hit the follow. We got a lot of, we got about 25 or so um, new followers yesterday, which was pretty awesome. Again, the viewership is increasing, and I appreciate that. The thumbs up button really helps. I notice because people are seeing the video in Rumble video world and coming to the channel and, and watching. Calling it now, if it starts to go in Trump's favor, they'll come up with a reason to stop showing it. There's a lot of things that are gonna come in Trump's favor, um, a lot of things. So, it's gonna be interesting when the, you know, the, I, I think the moment they may change their mind if they wanna televise it would be in the discovery phase and here's another thing, too. Are they going to try all 19 defendants together, Donald Trump and the 18? I don't see how they can do it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see how Willis can be charged with a conspiracy to overturn an election. For there to be a charge of conspiracy, there needs to be a crime. Overturning an election, to my knowledge, is not a crime. Well, you mean you don't see how Willis can charge these people with conspiracy? I think you meant to say, but I, I get it. Wicked Jester eighty uh, three. I I think there's going to be a lot. Again, the the conspiracy um charge I don't see sticking at all, and that's why there's all these other little smaller charges. I think that's just to get eyes on it, and it's for optics. And she thinks she's untouchable with the RICO cases because she's brought a few. Two uh to trial, and one, but this is completely different. You also have to realize Donald Trump was a sitting president. Mark Meadows was his chief of staff, and doing you know things like facilitating phone calls and meetings with state legislators and and others that's in the that's that that's in the realm of their of their job description and their duties as as uh being servants in in government like that's these are things that that they are expected to do and again you're allowed to well you're supposed to be allowed to contest results of an election now nowadays they want to indict you for it with the exception of if you're a democrat as far back as 2000 which we watched uh two days ago on the show that 10 minute video showing back from 2000 of all the democrats that accused republicans of stealing an election you know 2000 2004 well, two thousand eight, Barry uh, Barry Satoro, uh won. In two thousand sixteen, they did it, and in twenty twenty, Joe Biden got in there from being the election being rigged and stolen. So it, they didn't have to. But every time a Republican had won since two thousand, maybe even before, the uh, they were crying stolen election without consequence. So yeah, if if the Georgia trial is televised and live stream then live streamed i plan on on watching it live you know streaming it so if you want to watch it with me we'll see when it comes I, i listen i think this is way off this is this is not happening anytime soon um i don't i think any of the dates that right now the trial dates that are just thrown on a calendar are not going to be the actual trial dates between discovery and motions and hearings and all kinds of crazy lawfare nonsense. These uh, these trials are going to be um, delayed heavily, and see that's the thing because they're all on a time crunch because there's so many moving parts. If they can somehow get the trials done before the general election, while these other evil pieces of shit are working on removing Donald Trump's name from, the, from ballots in states, which we're going to get into some stuff there because the Arizona Secretary of State, who's a Democrat, had just come out, as we'll get into the article on that, It says that Donald Trump cannot be kept off Arizona ballot because of the 14th Amendment as per Arizona state law. Now, this is the Democrat Arizona state attorney general saying that. So, yeah, former President Trump's criminal trial in Fulton County, Georgia, will be televised and live streamed on the internet, especially on my Rumble channel, 1776live.tv. <laughs> so we'll have to have special streaming hours for the, uh, for the trial. And this is the Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee announced on Thursday. He is a Republican-appointed judge. He did work as a DA, as a prosecutor under Fannie Willis, which doesn't really matter. I mean, you could be, that's like any, you're the elected DA. He could be a Republican or Democrat, and then your ADAs can be the opposite political party as the elected DA. So uh, there's a lot of people out there. I'm not saying this guy's a good guy. I don't know much about him. You know, it comes down to just who they are morally, but... Just because he worked for phony Fannie Willis as she was DA doesn't make him uh, ide- ideologically lined with her, but it wouldn't surprise me either way. McAfee will also allow reporters to use their computers and cell phones inside the courtroom so long as they are not used to record the trial. McAfee's, or McAfee's, I'm going to say McAfee. That seems appropriate. McAfee's announcement is aligned with Fulton County policy that broadcasts judicial proceedings on its YouTube channel. Okay, so the court has its own YouTube channel. People will be there. I'm sure this thing, listen, I'm sure everyone with a show, every Tom Dick, and Harry will be streaming this. It's a matter of when you click on something, where you're gonna watch it, and if we're gonna if it's gonna be streamed, I plan on streaming it every day the trial goes. You come and watch it. We'll have some fun. I promise not to talk through the entire thing. Which a lot. Uh, don't watch it on Steven Crowder. Because so, he'll, he'll do nothing but want to hear himself talk. I mean, I'm, I don't dislike the guy. But every time he has a watch party and, uh, on something, no one can hear what's going on. Because all he wants to do is hear himself talk. Because he thinks he's funnier than he really is. But no trial date has been set in this case yet. There's a girl. Just look at her. Ugh. Ugh. Phony Fanny Willis. Yep. Georgia's rules are the opposite of those in New York in the federal court system where Trump faces three other criminal chases, cases. Cameras are not permitted in New York's court system or federal courtrooms. However, a New York court granted an exception for photographers when Trump appeared in Gort in April for his arraignment. You never know. They could decide, hey, we're going to televise this too. It's ultimately up to the judge. Same thing in federal case. I just, in cases. I just don't understand... I don't get if they're going to try to do all 19 in the same trial. I, I think it's impossible. I think it's impossible because of the amount of uh, preparation, the amount of discovery. And we're talking a trial will, will just last forever. And these, and these try, how <laughs> was, yeah, I was going to say, don't crowder the stream. <laughs> That's a good one. No, no, no. So when we did the CNN town hall, uh, James and I had it on, and apparently a lot of people weren't live streaming it. And Steven Crowder's stream was on Rumble, and then ours was right below it, apparently. Because we had hundreds of people bailing on his stream, bouncing into ours, saying, oh, this is so much better. We we just came from Crowder's stream. It was actually pretty cool to see, like, where nobody's and hundreds of people came from crowd stream into hours because he was talking too much during the Trump CNN down hall. it was funny and they kept saying it in the chat but yeah we won't i won't Crowder the stream if we're going to watch the uh, the Trump the Georgia Trump trial on Rumble no not at all so they're going to televise it maybe i think it's going to be televised i think they're going to have to televise it i don't think he's going to go back and say now we're not going to televise it that would just be bad optics so it will be the biggest event uh, streamed, maybe in history, in a long time. But to get us there, of course, Donald Trump... Well, I don't understand what all these underwear ads are that I get on these things. It's got a... It's, you know what it is? This, this internet and the Google and all this nonsense, they listen to everything. Not that I sit there and talk about women's underwear, but my wife, whatever she searches something on the internet... You know, it's one of those things. If you think of something and then boom, you go on Google, you go on Facebook, there's an ad. There's an ad sitting there about something you spoke to someone about or maybe looked up because it's so creepy. Anyway, it went away. Now it's belts. Now it's belts. I can't get rid of it. Trump pleads not guilty and waives arraignment in the Georgia case. Okay. So this is the only one that he did not show up for the arraignment for. Uh, But this was the only one where they gave the defendants the... uh, There it is. There's the women's underwear, Ed, in case anybody wants to know why there's women's underwear on my, you know, this is the Daily Caller article. So this, this, this specific arraignment, they gave the defendants the option of just waiving your arraignment appearance. Most of them already paid bond already when they surrendered themselves to be arrested and have their mugshots taken. But now come arraignment day, it's like, oh, you don't have to come. You can just, you know, send your lawyers or whatever it is and and work it out that way, which I believe is what happened. I believe Trump's lawyers were present. Yeah, Uh, former President Donald Trump pleaded not guilty on Thursday yesterday in the Fulton County Georgia case, accusing him and 18 others of trying to overturn the 2020 presidential elections in the state. It's such utter bullshit. Former president waived his arraignment in Fulton County according to court documents, meaning he will not have to show up to a court hearing scheduled for the first week of September. I do hereby freely and voluntarily waive my right to be present at my arraignment on the indictment and my right to have it read to me in open court. That's what Trump's waiver reads. There's his signature. This is great like uh, memorabilia. Donald Trump court memorabilia with his signature on it I mean between the mugshot and you can't dismiss the court documents these will be so highly collectible to people whether whether you know copies are running around whether originals are at some point leaked you know like anything else like oh look I have this letter that was penned by Thomas Jefferson look I have the original court arraignment documents or arrest record from Donald Trump you know we know the real reason the ads are there, Helen. Yes, yes, I do shop occasionally and wear women's underwear because it's 2023, and you're allowed to do that now. And you are not allowed to say anything about it. Otherwise, depending on where you live, it can be punishable by law if you make fun of anyone wearing and other the opposite sex under garments, unmentionables. That is a solid signature. That signature. Oh, it opened up a tweet. Let's see if we make it bigger. That is a great signature. It is. I got it here in gold. Trump, art of the deal. I got it right there in gold Sharpie. That is a strong signature. And that was signed signed back in the early 90s. He signed this. uh, Roger Stone gave me this. He signed it for him and Roger Stone gifted this to me uh, last year. And uh, when, when I was with um, Donald Trump for the Live Golf, he was signing MAGA hats and he had made a comment about um, signing the hats. And he said, he, he, someone had just pointed out to him that one of the hats that he signed and if you go on eBay and put in uh, you know, a Trump autographed memorabilia or Trump signed MAGA hats, you'll see some of them on there. And we're not talking pristine condition hats that people have worn and they just have a signature. Maybe they're hard up for money or whatever it, to me, I could, I I would never sell anything that was signed by him. Like I, I do have several things that are signed by him that I just would not sell. Like I have his inauguration, um, uh, invitation that I got and, and an eight by 10 photo like signed framed in my office. Like I wouldn't sell that. But some of these hats are going for two, three, four, five thousand $5,000. And he said that day in his box at Live Golf, he said one of the hats someone pointed out to him sold for $19,000. One of the new MAGA hats like I'm wearing with his signature on the brim sold for $19,000. I guess in this economy, if you're in real rough shape with money financially, and you have that, Uh, it, it is something that you could, uh, you could sell for a pretty penny. I just wouldn't, it would just be priceless to me, especially now in the political climate that we're in and what he's going through. But, uh, so I had said to him that I had the book that Roger had gifted it to me. And he, he told me exactly, he remembered when he signed it in his, uh, New York city office and in Trump tower in the early nineties. Uh, yeah, I think it was the early nineties, he said for Roger Stone and, um, he said, "He said you could probably sell that book on eBay in the condition it is for more than nineteen thousand dollars." And some whack job, he couldn't, and some whack job would buy it. Meaning, like you have to be a, a whack job to to want to to spend that money on an autograph on an item that's autograph. It's weird, but I guess to some people, and everything's collectible. People buy farts in jars. You see that, that weird shit that goes on with these women with like their Instagram models and their... I, I watched, it wasn't like a documentary, but like there was a video of some weird Instagram model who thinks she's a lot better looking than she actually is, was taking cotton ball, like a damp piece of cotton in a glass jar and farting in them. And I guess the, the, it's so horrible. It's disgusting. The Moise cotton ball was retaining this smell. And then she'd close it up. And she was selling these jars of her farts on, like, I don't know if it was her OnlyFans or whatever it is. You know, we're talking about well respected women of society here for like $700 to $1,000. And she was selling other things, you know, used things. Could you imagine? you imagine selling farts for $700? I would be a billionaire. I would be a billionaire, especially after Indian food night. I would be a billionaire. All right, that was too much information. I apologize. It's early in the morning, but it's Freedom Friday. It's Freedom fucking Friday, so anything goes. Realize that. (laughs) So yeah, Trump pleads not guilty. They're going to televise it. We're going to watch it. We're going to cheer him on. And this whole thing is just painful, man. Like it's when you really just sit down and think about it, you have the opportunity to sit and think it's like the how did we get here? How did we get to politically persecuting political opponents just because they're afraid of what they know and what they're going to uncover And the desperation of retaining power and control over people. When you can just go back not too long ago and see that these people that are doing this did the same exact thing over and over and over again. But the wild thing is that there are people out there in society that are supporting this, that have seen the same videos, heard the same audio, read the same evidence in publications as, as we do and they're just numb to it they're just literally that that mass psychosis that programming it's like is, is society that far gone that are people that stupid or are they just people are that weak-minded that they can just be brainwashed and they will say the same thing about people like us how can you be brainwashed by the orange boogeyman and subscribe to this cult forty-five, as they call it, or whatever they call it? And to me, it has nothing to do with the man. It's just Donald Trump is at is at the tip of the spear of it right now. He he started and, and he started the movement, America First, the MAGA movement as we know it right now. But when he's gone, the show must go on. We must be prepared. Like, what are we going to do? Donald Trump's 77 years old. 10 years from now, whatever, you know, maybe whatever it is. When he's gone and his children are still here, like Don Jr. Like, are are they? Is everyone just going to fold up? And that's it. We're just going to shut everything down. MAGA mornings is done we're just going to take our MAGA hats off and throw them in a closet. I mean, that's what they want. Or, or do, or do we, you know, organize more and, and tighten up the reins and say, okay, who's next? And not just one person. What are we doing to further the America first, the, the MAGA cause and who's, who are these people that we're going to put now in power By electing them legally and lawfully, (laughs) we're going to, you know, play by the rules, to represent us. I love Byron Donalds, and I would love to see Byron Donalds in the White House in 2028 or 32. I think Byron Donalds is going to run for governor of Florida. I think Byron Donalds is going to run for governor of Florida against Jill Casey DeSantis, I think Ron DeSantis's wife, because he, he's out, he's out. One, he's out, he can't run for governor again, and two, he, he's not, he's not, he's not going to become president in 2024. I mean, the guy can't, he has his super PACs turning their, their, their back on him now, and, and other donors. Casey DeSantis, Jill DeSantis, whatever you want to call her, she uses both names. I think her real name is Jill Casey DeSantis, and she uses Casey. The eyebrows on legs. She's going to run for governor in Florida, and maybe, maybe against Byron Donalds. And I hope Byron Donalds kicks her ass if that's going to be the race in the primary for, gov- for Florida governor. I really like Byron Donalds. I, I think he's come a long way. He definitely has some growing to do. He seems to be genuine now in his support of Donald Trump. He did say some things in the past, but I think he was, it was like a precipice on where he goes politically. And I think he's realized it. He's now, you know, traveled with Trump a few times. And I know he's, he's there in the circle and he seems to be loyal to the cause of America first, because when you use the word "loyal now they immediately attack you and say, "Oh, your loyalty to Donald Trump and one man in the cult and all this no no, 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 no. The respect of the one man who energized the base, who formed the base for for us, not for him, but people will dispute that, even never Trump Republicans will dispute that up and down and say, "No, he's conning you all and the proof is there. We've seen it and we continue to see it. And all they have is nonsense talking points about being a billionaire and flying around on a private jet and us paying for it. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll keep paying for it. I don't mind. I don't mind at all. I don't know if you hear that. My, my, my dog is howling now. There must've been a fire truck or something going by. He's howling. It's hilarious so while all this is going on with Georgia with DC with Florida everything and we've talked about this we still have groups out there working very hard in the attempt to to bar Trump from the ballot in a lot of key states and they and they're they're not stopping they're not stopping this is a daily caller again Demling group attempts to bar Trump from that ballot in key states. The liberal group free speech for people sent letters to secretaries of state in key states, claiming that former president Donald Trump should be barred from the ballot via the alleged violation of section three of the 14th amendment. This is according to a Wednesday of this week, press release. The group argued that Trump's alleged involvement in January six prevents him from holding future office, but legal experts Told the daily caller news that they disagree now of course people have to disagree because he's not charged with insurrection first of all again like a broken record there was no insurrection the fbi even acknowledged it was not an insurrection he wasn't charged with seditious uh conspiracy he was not charged with insurrection but i think i think what they're going to try to do and say it's a loophole. Uh, these groups and and maybe some legal scholars as they like to call themselves to say, well, there have been people that were charged with seditious conspiracy. They're all being sentenced now to very large prison terms, long prison terms, 17 years, 18 years. I think the other guy uh, Enrico Tario, they want like 33 years for him. He's supposed to get sentenced very soon, maybe next week or or so. And they're going to say, well, he, he incited this, causing them to be charged and convicted with seditious conspiracy. And there's that part in there about, you know, giving aid and comfort to those who are trying to overthrow the government or some mumbo jumbo like that. And they will try everything. They're going to throw so much shit at the wall and see what sticks. They need to prevent him from being on the ballot. Donald Trump is on the ballot. He's going to win. Period. Hands down. Full stop. This group argued that Trump's Again, his alleged alleged involvement in January 6 prevents him from holding any office. It's complete bullshit. Moreover, Donald Trump has never been convicted of insurrection, of course, or rebellion by any court and not by Congress, either in any of the impeachment proceedings. And those attempts, again, were to disqualify him from the ballot. All of the attempts are all unconstitutional. Every attempt— that they're going to try is unconstitutional under what he's been charged with in both his impeachment hearings, which both he was acquitted of and anything else that they're trying to, and lawyers are trying to do this. You have this lawyer in Florida again, who frequents game shows. Apparently Laura Loomer did a whole expose on him that are trying to uh, go to the Florida secretary of state and attorney general saying that Donald Trump should be uh, disqualified from, being on the ballot in Florida and in Arizona, we have the secretary of state turning around and saying, well, uh, Arizona state law prevents him from being removed from the ballot, even with the 14th amendment in place. So, and that's a Democrat secretary of state, the secretary of state in New Hampshire. Okay. The secretary of state in New Hampshire was exploring the fact of removing Donald Trump from the ballot in New Hampshire, big state until Charlie Kirk, who I don't like, I'm not a fan of Charlie Kirk at all. I don't care who hears it and his whole TPUS gay, as I call it, that just seems to be a giant grift to make him money. But what he did was he formed a large gathering, and or he, 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 he energized his base, and they flooded the New Hampshire uh, State Attorney General's office with phone calls and emails, and then all of a sudden he backtracked and said that he would not be looking to remove any Republican from the ballot. Maybe Charlie Kirk and his base had something to do with that. I'll give him the credit for it, because that's what it seems like ha- seemed like happened, even though I'm not a fan of Charlie Kirk. I think he's a giant grifter. Oh, back to this. A Democratic-aligned group is seeking to bar former President Donald Trump from the ballot in key states through the 14th Amendment. According to this press release, Free Speech for People is arguing that Trump violated Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, Obviously, again, due to the alleged incitement of the January 6th Capitol riot and should be disqualified from running for a second term, according to that press release. The group has encouraged the secretaries of state in New Hampshire. Seems like it's failing there. New Mexico have not heard anything about that. Florida, there are people in Florida working to try to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. And Ohio, as well as election commission members in Wisconsin to remove former President Donald Trump, from the ballot in 2024. While the U.S. DOJ, along with the state and local authorities, must hold Donald Trump accountable for all crimes that he has committed, secretaries of state and chief election officials across the country must carry out their responsibility to follow the mandate of the Constitution and the insurrectionist disqualification clause and bar Trump from any future ballot. Free speech for people, President John Bonifaz said in a statement. that guy's an asshole because he doesn't know what he's talking about because there was no insurrection and Donald Trump wasn't charged with insurrection. You stupid ass. The liberal organization claims that Trump violated Section 3, the disqualification clause, and that he engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof after taking an oath of office to abide by the Constitution, the letter reads... He didn't engage in insurrection or rebellion because there wasn't one. There wasn't even an attempted one. And now the given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof, will they try to use that line and that line alone in the sense of, well, you have these people that were tried, convicted, and now being sentenced for seditious conspiracy. Donald Trump is responsible for that. So he should be held under Section 3, the 14th Amendment, and barred from any office. Will they do that? Wouldn't surprise me. It takes one state. If Donald Trump is removed from the ballot in one state, I don't know what this country is going to look like. It's going to be bad. And I, 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 I dread it. I dread that a million times more than anyone protesting or not complying with some bullshit COVID or vax mandate or lockdown. Like, I, I, I'll be honest with you. That's one of the biggest concerns of mine is is whether it's the RNC complicit in it and that scumbag Rona McDaniels. I am so concerned, more concerned because I have a child and just of what society will become if they manage in one state and follow through because it takes one like anything else. It just takes one, the first one to lead to the second, right? One always leads to two, no matter what. And I I say that a lot in business where that first deal will always lead to a second deal. That first sale will always lead to a second sale. And next thing you know, you're selling thousands. You're making hundreds of deals. It just takes the one. You got to close the one deal. If they close one deal in, in in the sense of removing Donald Trump from the ballot, it's going to be absolute mayhem in this country. And I'm concerned. I'm concerned for that because there are going to be so many people emotionally charged. And unfortunately there are a lot of people in society when they become emotionally charged, it triggers them doing things in real time physically. And I, I, I have, I have, heavy concern for that. It will be mayhem. I think they will try to stop the 2024 election by throwing us in a hot war. I don't think it'll stop the 2024 election by throwing us in a hot war. I think there could be a delay in it. I think it depends on our involvement. I think it depends on what's happening. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. We must demand our elections move forward no matter what. I think we're going to be thrown into a hot war regardless. And I'm not trying to doom and gloom here, but I think that is one of their last ditch efforts, among other things. I mean, pick one hot war, climate lockdown with an emergency, which now he's, because of this hurricane in Florida, he's asking what, for another $40 billion in funding for Homeland Security and everything for a climate emergency. You know, he's on the precipice and the brink of of declaring a climate emergency, which what happens then, what comes with emergencies, executive orders, what comes with executive orders, restrictions, uh, lockdowns, man, who knows, who knows? You got hot war, you got climate emergencies, you got a new COVID variant, you know, what else? What else? You got uh, cyber warfare um. Oh, my God, Tucker Carlson might sit down with an interview with Vladimir Putin. You know, who's next that's going to mysteriously show up dead? I mean, it's wild. And that, you know, it's wild. Listen, the chats are open. What do you got on your mind? It's Freedom Friday. I really want to hear from you guys, whether it's questions. I don't care if you're asking something about me. You want to know something about me? Ask a question in the chat. You guys are here every day. I see the same names. So your names to me, your faces, you know, I, I'm, it, I'm I'm not ending the show at nine o'clock. I have some stuff to get through. So if you're sticking around with me, you got me, you got me on in the background and you want to throw something in the chat, let me know. Nothing's off the table. I'm an open book. We certainly don't have a Congress that will buck any attempt to stop a war. hundred percent. They're a warmongers. Cause what happens with war? I did something to my wrist. It's killing me yesterday. I don't know what I did. Um, what comes with war? The, the, the military-industrial complex, they get to, they get to make a billions and billions of dollars. And what are they doing? They're donating money to both Republicans and Democrats to keep them in power. So, you know, everybody makes money except us. It costs us money. We're the ones that take the fall. The elderly on Social Security that can barely make it. The people who just retired, and now they're in their golden years, and they can barely make it because their retirement sucks. Everything sucks. Prices suck. Gas prices. Everything sucks. Greatest country in the world. Everything sucks. I heard someone mention the Emergency War Powers Act. Who? Yeah, I mean, they'll... they'll there's always something. There's always something. What's in the toolbox that we can use today, especially to keep certain people in line? You're an you're an idiot, hog. I knew you know. I as soon as I said I did something to my wrist, I knew someone was going to make a comment, and I should have known it was you. Hold on it too hard. Ah. really I don't know I did something man it's it's killing me you know I'm dealing with a monster over here week of 9-11 should be interesting Biden is breaking the tradition of president being at the memorials is something in the works he's going to what did he say he was going to I just saw something about that is he going to Alaska where the hell was he going I just saw something I didn't pay it any mind He's, he's going so he's doing something else I don't care. I don't want him in any of the memorials. He's a piece of shit. He's a complete piece of shit, Joe Biden. I mean, hurry up and put him out the pasture. I put a a poll out on my Twitter before the show who they should who they should um, impeach first: Joe Biden, Alejandro Mayorkas, or Merrick Garland. I. I think Joe Biden, I'll get to it in a second, but I think Joe Biden impeaching him right now is just a waste of time and resources. And I think a lot of people agree. Landscaper in New York state here, gas is killing me. And if I raise prices, I lose the client hundred percent. So, Oh, job's dead. Oh, you must be a retired cop. Job's dead. 97. Do you retire from the NYPD? That's a big line. Job's dead. I was a New York city paramedic for a long time and I'm, I'm in New York also. And it's funny because when I bought my house, I went through so many landscapers and they were all charging a lot of money back then. And now I'm hearing from my neighbors, they're charging more. So what did I do when I redid the front of my house? I ripped up my front lawn and I put down AstroTurf and I used the same vendor that some big colleges have used. Yes, my my lawn in my front and my back is fake. It's AstroTurf and it stays green all year round. And the only thing I really have to do is trim hedges and maybe weed every once in a while in my in my in my beds but I did that because the cost of landscapers and I guess just where I am in the climate on long Island and my specific area, I, my grass was shit. My grass was shit all the time. And I wanted to have a full cleanup done in my backyard. Just yesterday I was on the phone with a landscaper and one of they can't come until like the middle of October, which, okay. But some of the prices they were giving me, I, I had three of them on the phone were like, I'll just, you know what? I'll just grin and bear it and do it myself. It's ridiculous. And I get it because of gas prices. And one of the guys told me was listen, gas is killing us, man. It's, it's killing us. And if I raise prices, some of them had to on their cleanup side, but on their weeklies, you know, it, I don't even know. So jobs dead on the weeklies in New York state. So again, I don't know where in New York state I'm on long Island and I don't know what landscapers are charging now, but I remember when I had a landscaper and I'm going back. The last time I had a landscaper was maybe six years ago five years ago? No, yeah, five, four or five years ago, right, right before COVID. And I was uh, 25 a week and I don't have a, a large property. Like it, it's not a lot of grass. And uh, they were only doing the front. It was 25 a week and I'm on a corner and they would do the weeding and stuff. So I don't know what, I don't know what they're doing now. Uh, Let's see what else have we got going on here. I did send you that link. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. You, that's what it was. Oh, you're good, hog. That's right. You did send me that. That's why my wrist hurts. Ah, oh, now it all, now it's all coming together. You sicko. Alaska and Vietnam. He's going to Alaska and Vietnam on 9 11, Joe Biden. Like he's, he's traveling. I, I saw the Alaska thing.
2: <laughs> be full
1: her. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Oh, Orange County. Okay. So, I mean, it's probably comparable, maybe. Maybe a little cheaper up there. Can they just do an impeachment inquiry to officially expose shit but drag out the actual impeachment? I don't know. It's 40-plus now a week? For $40 a week for a landscaper in New York, what size property are you mowing? And is that just a week just to come and mow and do your thing? Like, what When you come to a property to give an estimate, let's say you're on like a 60 by 100, like a Long Island postage stamp. Like is that all that like something like that? It's for, that's that's wild. Yeah, Hog is Hog is in the house. Hog is a is a proud memer of the Dilly Meme team. If you're not following the memers on the Dilly Meme team, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. You need to be following them on Friday nights. Tonight, I actually have to go through. We we always do memes of the week and highlight the memers out there that are are, are fighting, um, fighting for the cause through memes, and are just changing the face and the trajectory of the uh, of politics in general. I mean, pivotal in so many things, the, the memers, especially the, the, the Dilly Meme team, the Patriot Meme Alliance, Meme Fellas, Only Friends memes. I mean, there's so many of them out there, so many. But yeah, and if you haven't done it yet, hit the thumbs up. It's really, really helping. There you go. Dilly, they have a website, dillymemeteam.com. I didn't even know that. How did you find that? What is the dillymemeteam.com? I just thought they all had their own individual things. Unless Brendan Dilly has that website, which by the way, Patriot Cigar Company will is a, now a proud sponsor of the Dilly Meme Team. The middle of September, you're going to start uh, hearing um, Brendan Dilly talk about... Uh, Patriot Cigars on his show, but I'm going to do it right here. MyPatriotCigars.com. There it is. Use promo code MAGA, 25% off. Do it. I'm thinking about doing like a raffle. I, I, all right. So tell me in the chat what you think of this. I was thinking about this, and I'm going to leave the cigar website up for a second because so I don't know if you guys have ever seen this book, The Art of the Tweet, this was all the tweets, a lot of the, the key tweets that Donald Trump had put out prior to being banned on Twitter. And all of the, you know, every page is a different tweet, trying to get it in the camera there. This book, this book sold for 45 bucks. Hard covered book. It's really nice. It's, it's like a 3D cover. It's a really nice book. So I have, an, I have one unopened in plastic. And I was thinking about doing a giveaway. This book, again, this book is 45 bucks. So I thought about like a raffle for a good cause. This book, We the People Trucker Hat, is this I sell on the website. This one's signed by Roger Stone. Not this hat, but a We the People trucker hat, like a sticker package that I have, and maybe like a uh, maybe like two hats, like Patriot Cigar Company hat. Like I'll really hook it up, you know, because I'm generous like that. So what I was thinking of doing was, oh, I got to bounce, go to church with Miguel California. Oh yeah, hog, that's right. You do that the the church thing with Big Mike over there. Enjoy. You guys should talk about my cigars and pray for them, knowing Dilly he'll use Bill and Monica to help sell your cigars. Hey, I'm I'm for it. I'm just down. I will. Def- I don't like flavored cigars, and I'm definitely not going to ever come out with a fish flavored cigar. Oh, that was horrible laura and I can't. Oh no, that was Band Mom that that did that. I don't know why I thought it was Laura. Band Mom, you're bringing out the worst in me. So anyway, back to this. Maybe I'll I'll do like a raffle, the art of the tweet with a couple hats and some other stuff, if the way to enter, and it's not official yet, so I don't have to go do it, but I'll make it official. I'm just asking your opinion if anyone has an idea. And if you you think it's a shit idea, I want you to tell me. I'm trusting you to tell me if it's a shit idea. That book, Art of the Tweet, some hats, a couple other things. If you go to mypatriotcigars.com, the way to enter is you go to buy a cigar for a deployed service member, okay? I'm trying to open this up. There you go. It's 9.95 to buy a cigar for a deployed service member, which will get in the hands of a deployed service member. However, you can still use promo code MAGA and get 25% off that 9.95. Promo code MAGA is key because that's tied into this show. So for every cigar you buy for a deployed service member and still you use the promo code MAGA, so it's not costing you nine You're getting 25% off. But if you buy one cigar, you get one entry into the raffle. If you buy two cigars, you get two. If you buy 10 cigars, you get 10 entries. And then what happens is I'll do it from a certain time span and then I'll go in and all of the deployed service member Cigar purchases with the promo code MAGA will equal an entry ticket into the raffle and then I'll take them and I'll put it in that random wheel thing or whatever it is and I'll pick a winner and then the winner will get the art of the tweet, some hats and some other cool merch that I'll probably come up with. Do you think that's a cool idea? One You're gonna be supporting service members who like cigars because they will get cigars for every raffle you buy. Every cigar you buy is a raffle in something that you'll get, the cigars will still go out. If you now, if people start buying them, I'm gonna do it. But do do you think it's a good idea or do you think it's a shit idea? Tell me. Tell me in the chat right now it's a good idea. Or it's a shit idea and you should go crawl under a rock, Alan, because nobody cares. But while you think about that, you should go to mypatriotcigars.com and pick up yourself some cigars, some merch. You should buy cigars for deployed service members because they want them and need them for morale and and just to to keep them sane because they love cigars. But you, you should also get cigars for yourself. Mypatriotcigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off. Go and do that. Support the show. Support Good Causes, Patriot Conservative-owned, my company, I'm self-sponsored. You should go and do it now. Sounds good to me. Solid idea for a solid cause, 100%. All right, so you know what? That's what we're going to do. And on Monday morning, even though Monday is Labor Day, I'm going to do a show. There's a good chance Tuesday of next week, I'm not going to do a show in the morning because I told my daughter I would drive her to school on her first day. She wants to take the bus. But she asked me to drive her, me and my wife to drive her on the first day of school, first day of middle school. So I'm probably not going to be Tuesday morning. There'll probably be no show, but I'm going to do a show Labor Day morning. I am. Why not? And then what I'll do is I'll have the merch package and I'll show you what the giveaway is going to be. And it's going to be cool. And then we'll do it. And whoever wins. And I'll tell you, like, Share it. I'll put it out on Twitter and everything else. I need you guys to share this show and my shows on your socials. If you're here in the chat every day and you have a Twitter, you have an Instagram, you have a Facebook, you have a getter, whatever it is you have, you want to write it on bathroom walls at your local bar. We need people to come see the show, like the channel and like the videos. Stop it. It's a great idea. That's like, Hey, do you want a handy from Taylor Swift or Michael Obama? Hmm. I, yeah, I mean, you, since you put it that way, you have to pick Taylor Swift. Even I hate Taylor Swift, but I, you know, Michael Obama, it's a dude and I don't really want a dude touching me. So, how long is the entry window? I don't know. I, I, I it's got to be a little while. Maybe I, I let me, let me mull this over and Monday will come out with everything. How's that? It's Friday. Monday, we'll come out with it. And I'm probably going to say we might, depending on how how many people are buying raffles, maybe we'll do it for two weeks. Maybe we'll do it for the whole month. We'll see how it goes. We call, we call middle school, puberty school. Don't tell me that, please. I'm really having a tough time. I have a 10-year-old girl, and I said it to my wife again this morning as she gets up and walks past us, because they're they're going away this weekend, my daughter and my and my wife. Um it's it's for a wedding and I I I, I, I just I couldn't go. And she's like, My ten year old, we just redid her room. She's got her desk, her vanity mirror, and her skincare and her makeup. It's driving me crazy. And she doesn't like put makeup on, like walk out like a prostatot slut. Like she knows. I mean she's she's conservative. She's a conservative girl. She knows the deal. But it's like It's the growing up. It's like, oh, it's killing me. It's killing me because I'm like, she's 10. She's going to be 11 in a couple months. And then I'm going to blink and she's going to be 13. and I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to be like, this is not happening to me. My boy just asked me for Jeezy's. What is a Jeezy and a silver chain? He's 11. God help me. Or is that what's a Jeezy or is that Jersey or am I an idiot and mom? Yeah, I know. Pray for me. Thank you for sharing the podcast on Twitter. I appreciate it, Laura. I just, and if, 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 if you're following me on Twitter and I'm not following you, tell me cause of those that are, you know, I'm like Donald Trump. Those that are loyal, you know, I want to follow back cause I don't follow everybody back that follows me because it actually helps the uh, the algorithm if you don't. It's so it's just such a stupid rule. There's no awkward middle school phase anymore. They go from kids to adults. Oh, in full makeup, it's horrible. It's I'm really freaked out about it. What is a Jeezy? A Jeezy silver chain. He's eleven. Yeah, you know, my daughter's got pierced ears. She likes the, she likes the makeup. She does the whole skincare thing because you know my wife does it, but. My wife doesn't wear a lot of makeup and she's not wearing a lot of makeup, but she likes the little lip glosses and stuff. And she puts lipstick on because she knows I'm not going to tolerate her walking out of the house looking like a 19 year old hoa. I'm from New York. A hoa. It's not going to happen. It's not happening. There are plenty of, plenty of girls that she's going to go to school with that are going to be dressed to the nines like little mini sluts, prostitutes. I can't take it. I think he meant Yeezys, the shoes. Oh, band mom. Was that band mom that said it? Oh, the Kanye West shoes, Yeezys. I need to pull them out of school. Oh, that was, oh, that was, I see it. My eyes are so, so screwed up. It was Black Rain Patriots saying that. I'm sorry. Yeezys and a silver chain. Oh, Kanye West shoes. Apparently they're real popular with middle schoolers right now. I haven't heard it. But then again, I have a girl. She's going into the sixth grade. I, I don't know. All right. I know it's after nine. Again, if you could stick around, I typically do an hour, but I'm on no time constraint this morning and I have a couple things I want to cover. So I'm just going to go. I don't, I don't care. It's freedom Friday. Well, I want to talk about, um, the sentencing of this January 6th, uh, defendant that just happened. um, and I don't want you to freak out and blame the man that did the appointment. And again, I don't know much about this. I just saw this, a Daily Caller. But it was a Trump-appointed judge that gave the Proud Boys leader, one of the Proud Boys leader, because this guy isn't the... Is he the, is he the leader? or and he's in the leadership. Second longest January 6th sentence to date. federal judge set the sentence for Proud Boys leader. Joe Biggs, to 17 years in prison yesterday, according to multiple reports. The 17-year sentence applied by District Judge Tim Kelly, a Trump appointee, is one year less than the longest handed down so far in the January 6th case, according to multiple reports. Oath Keeper's founder, Stuart Rhodes, who was on my show the day after, the first day he was... He was... He was within 24 hours, he was sentenced. He was... Uh, remanded and he was in jail waiting for his uh prison assignment he had called into the show on a friday night with uh, with james and i um yeah Oathkeeper's founder stuart rhodes was previously given an 18 year sentence for his involvement in the riot after prosecutors recommended 25 years so they recommended 25 years for stuart rhodes they're recommending i think 33 years for enrique Tarrio. Which wouldn't surprise me if oh yeah, the judge's sentence is nearly half of the 33-year sentence sought by prosecutors. So they wanted 33 years for Joe Biggs also, and he got 17 years. I don't know if it's the same judge that's going to have Tario. During the hearing, Kelly said that Biggs' destruction of the black metal fence was an act of terrorism. Oh, come on. An act of terrorism. So he, he destroyed a fence outside. What about what everything that Ray Epps did? I'm sorry, the whole Ray Epps thing. I know it's like beating a dead horse. It, it's horrible. But he destroyed a black metal fence and it was an act of terrorism. According to multiple reports. Terrorism for destroying a fence. Biggs, a U.S. Army veteran, thanks for serving our country. Now, fuck you, go to jail for destroying a fence and for, you know, speaking your mind. Granted, do we advocate for destruction? No, but he destroyed a fence. He didn't kill anybody. Oh, by the way, did you know that the cop who murdered Ashley Babbitt, that guy Michael Byrd, that piece of shit lieutenant in the Capitol Police, who's left his loaded firearm in, in uh, public bathrooms in the Capitol is, is, is being promoted captain? So fuck up, move up. Yeah, just murder an unarmed Air Force veteran woman through two doors. We'll make you captain. We'll give you a gold medal. Good job, scumbag. Hope he gets his one day. So Biggs, a U.S. Army veteran, he was found guilty of seditious conspiracy and multiple other charges in May. The DOJ, said Biggs, along with Enrique Tario, Ethan Nordine, and Zachary Real, was a member in the Proud Boys' Ministry of Self-Defense. They have these fancy names and they're going to turn them out to be terrorist organizations. Just just give me a break. The evidence at trial demonstrated that Biggs was a vocal leader and influential proponent of the group's shift toward political violence, prosecutors wrote in their August 17th sentencing memo. Shift toward political violence. Biggs employed his military experience to direct and control large groups of men under his command, the memo continued. More than perhaps any other, Biggs appreciated the tactical advantage that his force had that day, and he understood the significance of his actions against his own government. There was no action against any government. Biggs spoke at the end of the hearing before the sentence was handed down, saying he respects the process despite not agreeing with it. He teared up as he explained that he wants to be there for his daughter, according to multiple reports from the courtroom. I'm not a terrorist, he said, per the reports. I don't have hate in my heart. Sentencing hearings scheduled for former former Proud Boys national chairman Enrique Tarrio and other group leader Ethan Nordine were postponed Wednesday because Kelly was sick, CNBC reported. That was the judge that was sick. 17 years. Time to take him back to the gun range. Your son? Absolutely. My daughter she's been going to the gun range since she's six, so you know, my daughter knows how to break down and put together an a r fifteen better than most of my male friends, so it's important. raise kids right. they should know how to properly use a firearm and know what it's used for. I love the kid- I love the people that want to keep firearms um away from their children. And what I mean is, yeah, you want to keep keep firearms safe when you have kids, of course, especially if they have friends over. But your kids themselves, I mean, when my daughter was six, I dropped an unloaded safe AR-15 in her lap and wanted to speak with her about it and what it was for and what it was used for and why it's a tool and why it's important that she knows about it. Because in my opinion, a lot of people agree, a lot of people don't is if you're going to keep your kids away from something, you're going to spike the curiosity. So why can't we just have conversations with our kids about important things? What a firearm is, what it's used for, why it's not a toy. Because I actually had a friend whose son accidentally shot himself with his gun. And in that instance, it was, you know... That child, and he was young, but not too young to understand what a gun is and what it's for and how dangerous it can be and how useful it can be. You could say, you know, curiosity killed the cat. It's it's, it's a really shitty term to say in this situation, but I'm being real about it. It was out of curiosity. I want to know more about the gun, so I'm going to figure it out myself, except the importance of it being safe and unloaded, so... You have children and then you have firearms, they should know everything about that firearm that you know about that firearm. Firearm safety, everything. Because I feel like if you remove the curiosity element out of it, maybe not 100%, but I'd say a large percentage, you're going to deter any type of incident with that firearm. And I, I truly believe that. Um, Hold on, I have to, I have to send a text here. So my good friend Roan from Steak for Breakfast podcast, which you should all be subscribed to, um, they drop a show on an Apple, Spotify, especially Apple podcasts, it's great political commentary. You hear me talking about them often. He calls me just about every morning or at nine a.m. Eastern, and he did. He called me twice. They they drop again. They drop a show every Tuesday and Friday. I'm just texting him saying still doing my show because he typically knows I end my show at nine o'clock in the morning. So, Roan, I'm still doing my show. Go and do yours, and I'll listen to it later. He's great. Steak for Breakfast podcast. Make sure you subscribe to them. It's uh, One of my favorites. So, this whole—and here's the thing, too. All right. So, these guys with uh, seditious conspiracy convictions are getting large sentences, but they're taking nonviolent crimes, and they're turning them into violent crimes or violent crimes— turning them into violent crimes with the, the sentencing, because what they're doing is, just like they did to Jerry Perna's nephew, Matthew Perna, just, excuse me, they did to Chris Worrell in Florida, who's on the lam, nobody knows where he is, I hope he's not dead. What they're doing is, after sentencing of their initial crimes that they're convicted of, the DOJ has this enhancement Ish thing. So I, I'm going to bring up a tweet uh, from this was this came out yesterday. Jerry Perna, who again is her nephew Matthew Perna, um, took his own life after this enhancement. It's really sad. Steak for breakfast is awesome. I'm on that show frequently. Those are my those are my guys over there. So Jerry Perna put this tweet out. The enhancement threat is what drove my nephew Matthew Perna to hanging himself where are our republicans i was tagged in this tweet i know jerry she's been on the show and i seen her at events and she's such a sweet woman she, she's so great and she wants to help everybody just like cynthia used the patriot freedom project which again i i will continue to donate to because of the great work that they do so this is the provision in the federal sentencing guideline That Biden's ridiculous DOJ under the command of Merrick Garland, which when I spoke before about that, that tweet I put out, I think the first impeachment inquiry should be Merrick Garland about weaponizing the DOJ and what he's doing to everyone from January 6th defendants to Donald Trump to investigations to whistleblowers and everything else. I think Merrick Garland needs to go and Alejandro Mayorkas for the crimes against humanity at the southern border and the, immig- the federal immigration laws that he has broken. Ghost Joe, I think Joe Biden is a waste of time with an impeachment inquiry. Oh, that's how you found me. Oh, thank you. Jobs did 97 found me through steak for breakfast. I'll have to tell them that. So, This is the provision in the federal sentencing guideline that Biden's DOJ and DC judges are manipulating to turn nonviolent offenses like obstruction of an official proceeding into federal terrorism crimes. Extremely dangerous precedent. And Congress has no clue about this, apparently. All they do in ignoring it. This is the thing. This is the next, this is something now that that needs to happen. And I'm going to have a conversation about this with Cynthia Hughes and Jerry Perna. There needs to be grassroots, big time loud mouths about this because people are getting sentenced for you know, uh, obstructing an official proceeding and then they're getting convicted of that and then before they're sentencing or trespassing and before they're sentencing, it's like, hey, we're now gonna put this enhancement in, terrorism enhancement. We know you were only getting five years but now we're asking for 10, and we're going to get it under this enhancement. So they're fucking them by convicting them, and then right before sentencing, they're double fucking them with two fists unlubed by adding these enhancements. United States Sentencing Commission. Upward Departure Provision. By the terms of the directive to the commission in Section 730 of the Anti-Terrorism and Effective Death Penalty Act of 1996, the adjustment provided by this guideline applies only to federal crimes of terrorism, like breaking offense. That's an act of terrorism. However, there may be cases in which A, the offense was calculated to influence or affect the conduct of government by intimidation or coercion. coercion, or to retaliate against government conduct, but the offense involved or was intended to promote an offense other than one of the offenses specifically enumerated, or B, the offense involved or was intended to promote one of the offenses specifically enumerated in this section, but the terrorist motive was to intimidate or coerce a civilian population Rather than to influence or affect the conduct of government by intimidation or coercion, or to retaliate against government conduct, it's a lot of word salad. in other words, if you're from what I'm gathering, if you're convicted of one crime, but they think that crime that you were convicted of was in the you, you can you you were convicted of that crime but you were attempting or uh, the, the big picture was the bigger crime, like insurrection or sedition or intimidation or a, a uh, coerce a civilian population in, into uh, a riot or unrest or, or insurrection, that they can give you this sentencing <clears throat> enhancement and make your nonviolent crime into a very violent crime right before sentencing. This subject makes my blood boil, too. And this is what they're doing. And it's under the radar. It's not really being publicly known until now. We have to make this publicly known. Where if somebody in the D.C. court, because no one's going to get a fair trial there, including Donald Trump with the Jack Smith bullshit, if you're convicted of obstruction of an official proceeding, they're turning this into a federal terrorism crime under this enhancement, and they will sentence accordingly. And I have to tell you something. I think now going forward, every January 6th defendant that is convicted at trial for nonviolent offenses are going to be subject to this sentencing enhancement. And everybody needs to cry from the rooftops to stop this because these people are not terrorists. They weren't running in there with guns. They weren't running in there with knives. Like, you know, in France, you can't even walk across a bridge without worrying about getting stabbed to death. They're not walking in there with explosives. They weren't suicide bombers there were literally people walking around and there were some that got out of hand and destroyed them, some things and did hurt some people, but the only people that were killed there were killed by Capitol Police. This sentencing enhancement is dangerous and it's going to affect everyone. A woman, Rachel Powell, I think from, was it Pennsylvania, or I believe she's from, she's got like eight kids my age, like 43, 44 years old. She didn't even go inside the the Capitol, but I believe she broke a window. She's going to get a ridiculous amount of time and they're going to hit her with this. They're going to hit her with... They're going to hit everyone with this. Protesters, right? They're going to hit
2: protesters with this.
1: So if we have a random protest and anyone in the crowd is unruly, then the whole fucking crowd is guilty now? In a sense... Because it's, I guess you could look at it that way, because they're trying to use this enhancement as a terrorist motive that you were trying to intimidate and coerce a civilian population. Government intimidation. It's a slippery slope. It's dangerous, but nobody is fighting it. It's going to be fought in appeals. Like Donald Trump, let's face it, 91 counts. So well, I don't think he's going to take any plea deal at all, knowing knowing Donald Trump and he did nothing wrong, and he's not going to allow it. He will get convicted of things. I mean, unless a miracle happens, especially in D.C., most likely New York. And there will be appeals, which will mean more money. And I'm sure the Supreme Court, these cases will reach the Supreme Court. And I can't see the Supreme Court not hearing these cases of a past president, the most recent past president, you know, to be heard. They can twist it up however they want, especially with the media. Of course, the media is their propaganda arm. Of course. There goes my dog again. Sorry about that. He's just a moron just barks at everything which is great because nobody's nobody's gonna make it in my house and if they do by chance make it in my house they're not making it out. so that's the one thing great about my dog the best protector ever. All right I'm gonna wrap up soon. I know we're going way over and I appreciate it there's there's like two other things I wanted to get through and again so I'm gonna let you know just going forward Fridays most Fridays are probably gonna go longer than an hour. It's freedom Friday. Especially if you guys have a lot to say and a lot going on, you know, typically during the week, I got to keep it to an hour for other business uh, stuff that I, that I do and, you know, work. I don't do this full time. This isn't how I make money, but Fridays, typically I have, I have like days and I, I want to, you know, stream more cause I really enjoy it. And, and and you know, I'm streaming seven days a week, so seven times a week. I'm sorry. Five days a week, seven times a week, because we do Tuesdays and Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Tuesdays, We the People Radio, and then Friday evening tonight, which tonight will probably be a four-hour show with James because he doesn't just ever shut up. (laughs) I love the guy. All right, Pro Ron DeSantis Super PAC ends door knocking in Nevada and Super Tuesday states. They're running out of money. They're giving up. They're not raising money. The Ron DeSantis is just over. I can't believe he just said that, AP Unfiltered, because here's the deal. Yes. Due process denied watch party. It's basically listening to, which it's on my Rumble channel, it's basically listening, listening to the families of January 6th defendants. It's not like an earth-shattering, action-packed documentary. It's hearing from the people and, and knowing what the families are going through. And I want to do a watch party. And here was my thoughts. I have to figure out when. And I was actually considering... I, I can't believe you brought that up. Get out of my head. I thought about this yesterday. I was thinking about doing it on Sunday. Sunday's a weird day for a lot of people. It's family day. I can't do it this Saturday. I have a, a big cigar event this Saturday during the day. and it, 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 I'm going to have to figure out when. But I, yeah, not crowd style. I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and talk through it. And then maybe we'll talk about it at the end. Uh, I don't know what people's schedules are on Sundays. If there's a specific time on Sundays, I thought about doing it this Sunday. Um, one this Sunday because I'm solo. My family will be traveling back home, so I don't have to worry about family day with them. I'll I'll be by myself. I was thinking about doing it Sunday morning, not at not at nine a.m. This uh, eight a.m. as as early, but um, I don't know. You guys want to do a a due process denied watch party. If you want to do it this Sunday, maybe I'll do it. Let me, let me see how my, uh, how my day goes today and what my weekend looks like. And uh, just hopefully you get notified by rumble when I'm going live and stuff, but we'll, we'll, we'll put it out there. We'll definitely do it. All right. So Ron DeSantis, listen, the campaign is dead. It's dead. They're not raising any money. There's no momentum. The guy's, Dying in the polls. I don't see it sustaining much longer. Who knows? Maybe there'll be an influx of cash from somebody at the grassroots. Fundraising is not there. And this was the actually his biggest pack that, was, that came out first, this Never Back Down pack. And they came out, Never Back Down officials said they were reinvesting in the first three primary states, and criticized what they see as a pro Trump effort to tilt primary rules in his favor elsewhere, which is just an excuse. But they're not door knocking anymore in Nevada. They claim to have knocked on over a million doors, not buying it. I don't see it. And some of the Super Tuesday states. That they're going to reinvest their money because they have to downsize and be smart and tactful because they're running out of money, but they'll blame the, they'll blame the Trump campaign for running out of money, which is completely untrue. They're raising a shit ton of money—seven million dollars—twenty-four hours after the mugshot was taken, for the mugshot. Never back down. A super PAC backing Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was uh, has ceased its door knocking operations in Nevada, home to a key early nominating contest, and California a delegate-rich Super Tuesday state, officials confirmed on Wednesday. They added that in recent weeks, the group also ended its field operations in North Carolina, Texas, two additional states that vote on Super Tuesday in March. Never Back Down had pitched a wide-ranging canvassing effort throughout the early nominating states as a centerpiece of its effort to help boost DeSantis in the primary. Even letting reporters inside its door-knocking boot camp in Iowa. They spent, I think, a few hundred thousand dollars on this giant door-knocking boot camp school. It was a failure. Don, uh, Donald Trump is the household name. Ron DeSantis is not a household name in in the in the United States. There are so many people in so many areas of this country that they don't know who Ron DeSantis is. And and you know, we know who Ron DeSantis is because, of, of course, of our following so close in politics. If you're not following so close in politics and you're in rural America, you're in the Midwest, you're the Beltway, wherever you might be, West Coast, who's Ron DeSantis? Oh, the governor of Florida, who, you know, oh, okay. They don't know who he is. This is what this whole door knocking boot camp was supposed to be. It trained hundreds of canvassers earlier this year. The super PAC had planned to spend $100 million on the effort. That didn't happen. The decision to fold his door-knocking operations in Nevada and some Super Tuesday states coincide with DeSantis's rough summer, which has featured him struggling to gain traction against the GOP frontrunner, obviously Donald Trump, since launching his campaign in late May. In recent weeks, DeSantis' campaign has publicly promoted resets and staff shakeups as he seeks to generate momentum. One reboot after another, reboot, reboot, reboot. There are no more reboots. It's over. It's done. They're hoping for either Donald Trump getting disqualified, which would just make the country turn into just mayhem in a place I probably would not want to be in when that happens, if that happens, and that he's tapped for the nomination, even though he is like one of the biggest losers out there. He's even being beat by the Twinkie King of New Jersey, in New Hampshire, I believe, still, So, it's wild. His donors are bailing. His Trump-hating donors, too, are bailing on him because they see a loser. And people are realizing, like, unless Donald Trump is stopped one way or another by any means necessary, this is, uh, it's just not happening. It's not happening. So, there's other stuff I got here, but I think think I'm going to leave it there. I just wanted to see if there was one other, give me one second here. No, maybe not. I thought I had another video here I wanted to end with. We're gonna do memes of the week tonight um, with uh, my co-host James. We will do that. We'll be back 8.30 p.m. Eastern tonight. Paul Ryan 2.0. DeSantis. Yeah. You're not kidding. You know, I had high hopes for the guy a while back. I'm glad it unfolded the way it did. Because if it if it didn't, we would have been hoodwinked and a lot was exposed. And I'm happy for that. I'm 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 really, I'm really happy for that. Just that we really see what he, what he is, what he's, what he's become. And I don't think it was all just him. Um, Oh, here's what I wanted to play this ridiculous thing. Uh, hold on. Sorry about that. This is literally. Yeah, we've seen a lot and I think he was forced into a lot of it, but he went along. He went along for the ride. And these DeSantis people are weird. And, of course, you have these people that voted for Donald Trump twice and that were diehard Donald Trump fans and supporters. They voted for him twice. They even had their Twitter handles as, as these weird, like, a oh, Trump girl, and now I'm DeSantis girl, and I'm this and I'm that. Yeah, I'm glad we found out now. The Trump derangement syndrome is, is real. They want to say that Trump supporters are in a cult well, they've been brainwashed by these losers in the DeSantis camp. Literally, you got brainwashed by losers based off just complete fabrications and bullshit. Oh, but Ron DeSantis was reelected and Donald Trump wasn't. Ron DeSantis was only elected governor because of Donald Trump. Ron DeSantis was only elected governor the first time because of Donald Trump. It's a fact. It's a 100% fact. He put him in the position to lead, he did. He did fairly well for Florida. There were things that he did not do good for Florida that Floridians speak about now. Electric prices are 20% higher because of the money that Ron DeSantis took from the subsidiaries from the electric companies, among other things. But it's weird. And here's one of the sick people who apparently now, they, they call it leaving the Trump cult Moving over to Team DeSantis. These people are so weird. Only
2: transitioning... Transitioning! ...is uh, those of us...
1: Mm. Look.
2: ...former Trump supporters.
1: Maybe she's really trans. Look.
2: Mm. Transitioning... I can't get it. Yeah. ...to this. Yeah. Right. So... um, Trans. Too bad um, he couldn't stop his father from spewing the garbage that he does What? and i challenge fox news somebody reach out to me Mm. so i can let the news stations understand why there are so many of us who have transitioned wow transitioning going on
1: wow is uh those of us oh my god transitioning yeah she looks like she had she's had better days She looks like uh, something you'd find at a meth encampment. Yeah. This is just, she's hard on the eyes. She was hard on the eyes with the Trump shirt on. I mean, it is what it is. I don't really care who she supported in in the beginning or the end. I mean, she's whatever. Transitioning. They're trans now. Never back down as Christina Pushaw runs away when confronted with a question. Yeah, Christina Pushaw was the, she's the uh, rapid response director of the uh, of the DeSantis campaign. She was the first one from the DeSantis campaign to block me. That's her rapid response. Block, 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 block. She couldn't handle it. And I think all the Botox went to her head, literally, not just her face, but her head. When she decided to have an ass cheek transplant on her face, because that's what her cheeks look like, look like ass cheeks, I knew it was over for her. She's a complete nut job. She's a mess. Listen, hit the follow, hit the like, please. I appreciate every time you do it. We, we, we need it. We got to get the, the Rumble videos in Rumble World, and it helps. You guys are always great with it mypatriotcigars.com. Use promo code MAGA, 25% off. Get your cigars. They're actually going so fast that I just had an, I just got an, off, an order from the factory. I'm going to have to place another order because they are, I can't believe how fast they're selling, and I have events coming up that I need cigars for. So I want to thank everybody for that who's been supporting the brand. But, yeah, it's Freedom Friday. I'm going to let you guys go. We went over, but that's okay. It's going to happen on Friday's. I will be back tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with James Curry. We'll do memes of the week and a lot of other things, you know, make America gangster again. That's what we're going to be focusing on tonight. Smash the like button, smash the follow, do it, or Bernie will run again. Bernie. (laughs) Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Oh, my God. Uh, It's going to be, who's going to be the Democrat nominee? Let's figure that one out. Is it going to be Michelle Obama? Big Mike, is it going to be Gavin Newsom, pretty boy, California? Is it going to be Joe Biden? Are they just going to go full stop and run that senile old bag anyway? Who knows? So think about it. I'll be back tonight. And then of course, Monday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. If I don't see you tonight, which I hope I do, I think you should all at some point jump in the chat tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, probably a four hour show. Have a good weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. Hope you're all doing something great, but I'll be back Monday morning also, 8 a.m. MAGA hats, stays on. I'll talk to you guys soon.